It's the old radio comedy podcast. Welcome to episode 79 of the old radio comedy podcast, where we celebrate the classic comedy shows from the golden age of radio. It's Monday and Mondays, both rock and roll. Plus it's Labor Day. If you're resting from your labors and tuning into this podcast, you're having a fantastic Labor Day indeed. Today, we bring you one of my all-time favorite classic comedy radio shows, Meet Me at Parkies. The show was created by Harry Einstein, who became famous as the character Parky a Carcass, a Greek character comic on the Eddie Cantor and Al Jolson radio shows. He also appeared as Parky a Carcass in 11 films between 1936 and 1945. Now, his fame on the Cantor program resulted in his own show, Meet Me at Parkies, where he played Nick Parkiacarcus, the owner of a Greek restaurant. Einstein served as both the main character and the writer of the show, with a large supporting cast, including Sheldon Leonard, Elliot Lewis, and Betty Rhodes. So kick off your Labor Day and sit back and relax as we bring you the August 5th, 1945 broadcast of Meet Me at Parkies. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From Hollywood, California, the makers of old gold cigarettes bring you Meet Me at Parkies. So you want to be a letter carrier, eh? Well, I'll have to give you an examination now. How far is it from New York to San Francisco? If that's going to be my route, you can keep the job. Imagine walking from New York to San Francisco. There, there, there. Why be irritated? Light an old gold and meet me at Parkies. Doctor says I have to go away because I need a change of climate. Change of climate? You can stay right here. The paper says it'll be cooler tomorrow. Cooler tomorrow? Why, you don't care about me. Why, there, you... there. Why be irritated? Light an old gold and meet me at Parky's. Yes, everybody meets at Parky's. So come along to Parky's restaurant and say hello to Betty Rhodes, Opie Cates and his orchestra, David Street, and our genial host, the star of our show, Parky Cargan. I don't feel good. Boy, I haven't been able to sleep for a week. My doctor told me to try sleeping on my stomach. It's no good. Much better sleeping on a bed. <laughs> told me I got to take some vitamin B. Vitamin B, I better mark that down before I forget it. Let's see, how do you spell B? <laughs> That's silly, you don't spell B. B is a letter in the alphabet. A, D, C, B. <laughs> I hear on the radio that vitamin B is supposed to give you pep. Pep, that's P-E-P, spelled backwards. 
I got more thrombos than anybody. Not only did I lose the job catering Mrs. Vendepice's big society affair, but I only got one more week to raise the thousand dollars which I owe the bank. If I'm done paid, they're going to take away my restaurant. I don't know what to do. I can't make up my mind. I don't know where to go. I don't know which way to turn. Say, I'd make a good Los Angeles driver. <laughs> where am I going to get a thousand dollars? I know what I'll do. I'll just go to the bank. I'll empty out my pockets and I'll say, here, take it all. Let's see what I have got in my pockets. Ah, here's a button. Vote for McKinley. I'm going to throw that away. He'll never be elected. <laughs> and here's a two-cent stamp. Been carrying it for seven years. It's all bent. <laughs> I started out to be a stamp collector. This is as far as I got. <laughs> and here is a lock of my hair. It's one of my curls that my mother cut off my head when I was a baby. See, I had a wonderful head of hair. Everyone used to look at me and say that's the thickest head I've ever seen. A thousand dollars. Where am I going to get a thousand dollars? Oh, hello, Betty Rhodes. Hi, Marky. Betty, you know something? As I stand here grazing into your eyes, all I can say is that you're the best cashier I ever had worked for. Not only you're the smartest, but you're so quick with figures. Such a lovely girl, and you're such a good singer, too. Besides that, you're beautiful. I don't blame all the boys for being crazy about you. Well, thanks, Parky, but I haven't got any money. Yes? <laughs> no, and I, I'm just as worried about the bank as you are. You know, I couldn't stand if they took away your restaurant. Imagine, Betty, taking away my restaurant. Why, this is my whole life. Eighteen years I've been here. For eighteen years I've struggled and screamed and saved. For seventeen years I didn't take no salary. <laughs> the first year I worked on commission. You have worked hard, haven't you, Parky? Worked hard for years. I did all my own cooking, Betty. Baked all my own cakes. Did all my own waiting on tables. Washed all my own dishes. Scrubbed all my own floors. Gee, Parky, that took a lot of courage. You bet it took a lot of courage. You know, I, I did everything but eat my own food. I didn't have that much courage. <laughs> well, Parky, keep your chin up. Everything will turn out all right. You just wait and see. Ah, oh, Betty, it's hard not to be discouraged. How would you like it after 18 years to wind up behind the meatball? Well, we've still got seven days to raise the money, and a lot can happen in seven days. Oh, it's Opie Cates. Come on in, Opie. Hi, Betty. Hi, Parky. Hi, say, Opie, did I ever tell you you're the best musician in the whole world? Not only that, but you're the nicest fellow, and you're the best friend what anybody could ever have. Parky, I ain't got a cent. Yes? <laughs> you couldn't get any money from me even if you said I was pretty. I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> but I can send you to a place where you can borrow some money. I just happen to have a card right here with oh, me. Oh, let me see the card. As long as you leave, you've got to pay us loan company. <laughs> Remember our slogan? Our customers are all attached to us. <laughs> well, they're very reliable. My family's been taken from them for years. Do you think they'll loan Parky the money? Sure. All you got to do is go in and ask for the manager. What's his name? Mr. Leach. <laughs> Mr. Leach? I don't like that name. Don't worry. He'll grow on you. Parky, you really ought to go over and see Mr. Leach. See if he won't make you a loan. Okay, I'll go over and see him right now. 
I'll do anything just so they won't take away my restaurant. Where's my hat? It's on your head. Never mind. I'll find it myself. Goodbye. Gee, <laughs> Opie, you know I'm so worried about parking. Oh, don't worry, Betty. He'll get the money. Those people give money to everybody. I think there's a little interest, though, about 1%. You mean they only get 1%? No, you get the 1%. They get 99. <laughs> 99%? Why, that'd be awful if... Opie, answer the phone, will you please? Okay, I'll get it. Hello, this is Parky's Restaurant. Dance to Opie Cates, a band with the lowest rates. <laughs> Mr. Cates speaking. Who? The Midtown Athletic Club. No, this is Parky's Restaurant. Oh, you're the Midtown Athletic Club. You want to send us some sandwiches? Oh, you want us to send you some sandwiches? <laughs> sure, we'll be glad to. This guy must be loaded. <laughs> How many do you want? Okay. What kind? You say you're dressing. Oh, you want dressing on the sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, I guess we can put dressing on. Now, who's this talking? No, my name ain't Brown. I'm O.P.K. Oh, your name's Brown. <laughs> okay, Mr. Brown, we'll get the sandwiches over to you as soon as we can. Yeah, I know where they go. Oh, the Midtown Athletic Club. Well, goodbye. Who was it, Opie? Oh, some guy over at the Midtown Athletic Club wants us to send over 2,000 sandwiches with dressing right away. 2,000 sandwiches? Well, Opie, that's wonderful. Really? Well, sure. <laughs> See, that means Parky can get his $1,000 to pay the bank. Oh, I knew something good had happened. Honestly, Opie, I'm so happy. Really, I'm so thrilled I could just sing for joy. Well, while you're singing for joy, you can sing for Opie, too, because me and the boys are all ready to play. Can't you read between the lines? Well, what are you waiting for, Opie? Play it. When I write to you and say Everything is okay If my letters seem gay Can't you read between the lines I go dancing when I'm blue me to do, but it's not like with you, can't you read between the lines, it might worry you, if I told you I cried. I could reveal exactly 
exactly how I feel. But till that time, can't you read between the going there. Well, gee, thanks, Bob Williams. And, uh, nice playing, Opie. I thank you not to call me Opie. Everybody calls me Opie, Opie, Opie. Once in a while, I'd like to have somebody address me as Mr. Cates. I'm getting so sick and tired of this whole... Oh, there, there, Mr. Cates. Why be irritated? Light an old gold. For you'll always get comfort and pleasure when you light an old gold, especially today. But you can't get that pleasure if your cigarette is hot, harsh, and dry. Well, shave my dome and call me Mount Baldy if that ain't so. (laughs) And so to help prevent cigarette dryness, old golds are conditioned with a special moisture-protecting agent made from the juice of fresh apples. We call it apple honey. Well, shake my bones and call me natural if that ain't the truth. What's more, Old Gold's blend of many great tobaccos is enriched with rare imported Latakia tobacco for delightful extra flavor. Well, dig me now and call me Victory Gardener if that ain't a fact. (laughs) Yes, extra flavor plus special protection against cigarette dryness. That's Old Gold. So whenever you can, try a pack. And friends, don't let petty peeves pester you. Remember, why be irritated? Light an Old Gold. Well, stop my breathing and call me breathless, if that ain't right. This must be the place. As long as you live, you got to pay us loan company. Yeah, I hope they give me the money, I'll go in. Can I help you? Yeah, could I please speak to Mr. Leach? Well, he's busy right now. He'll see you in a moment. Thank you. I'll wait. Uh, pardon me, mister. Is uh, this seat taken? Oh, no. You can sit down if you don't mind sitting down next to an old man. That's okay. I was once an old man myself. <laughs> this your first trip here? No, mercy, no, no, no. I'll never forget my first trip here. Bands were playing and people were cheering. They were throwing confetti out of buildings. The war was over. The war? You mean the European war? No, the Civil War. (laughs) The Civil War? Mm. That was the first day you borrowed money here? That's right, yes. How much money did you borrow? Three (laughs) dollars. Three dollars and yours. Still making payments? Oh, yes. I've paid back over $89,000 so far. (laughs) And do you want to know something? Don't tell me. I know you still owe the $3. Yes. (laughs) Mr. Leach, we'll see you now. You may go right in. Thank you. Oh, come right in. Come right in, sir. My name is Leach. Oh, I'm glad to look on you. Uh, (laughs) My name is Park Yakakis. Park Yakakis? Yes. Wait till I write that down. Park Yakakis. And uh, what are the initials? U U. U U. What's uh, what's the W for? William. (laughs) 
<laughs> Mr. Leach, uh, I'd like to borrow some money. Oh, glad to do it. Glad to do it. I can see that you have a good, honest face. Yes, uh, you're the type we like to do business with. I am? Well, yes, to her, yes. You can have anything up to uh, $10. <laughs> $10? Yes. I need more than $10. Take my word for it. You couldn't afford it. <laughs> uh, now, sir, a loan of $10 will require just a uh, little security. Oh, sure. Uh, do you own any steel mills? <laughs> Steel mills? Yes. No, I don't. You don't? No. Well, uh, do you uh, have any office buildings? No, no office buildings. Mm-hmm, no office buildings. Well, do you own any oil wells or polo ponies or yachts? <laughs> no, I don't got none of those things. Yes, I'm just in a rut. Yes, well, now, Mr. Park, uh, Parky Carkers, I like you... And I'm going to give you our lowest inside rate. We only loan money on this basis to our very closest friends. Well, I appreciate that very much. Uh, yes. Now, here's what I'm going to do for you. Yes. If I give you $10 today, mm -hmm. all I want you to do is to pay back $5 a day for the next seven years. <laughs> that's the rate you have for people that you like? Yes. Yes, that's what we do for our friends. Boy, would I hate to be an enemy of yours. <laughs> So supposing, tell me, during the seven years I should happen to skip one payment. Oh, don't worry about no. that. No. In that case, we simply start the payments all over again. I thought it was going to be something serious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, do I get the money now? Uh, yes, yes, uh, except for a couple of small details. Yes. Uh, first, uh, I have to fingerprint you. Fingerprint? What am I, a criminal? Oh, just routine, just oh, routine. Now, Mr. Parker Carcass, do you uh, have a birth certificate? No, I ain't, but I can guarantee you that I was born. <laughs> no, no, I mean, uh, can you identify yourself? Oh, sure, I can identify myself. Wait till I look in this mirror here. <laughs> yeah, that's me, all right. <laughs> now, uh, <clears throat> do, you, uh, do you carry any insurance? Yes. $5,000 worth. What's that? Do you expect us to make you a $10 loan while you only put up a measly $5,000 for security? I suppose I have got a lot of nerve. <laughs> well, you certainly have. Is the $5,000 life insurance? Oh, yes, it's a wonderful policy. To get the $5,000, all I got to do is to get killed in a red streetcar that's going east. <laughs> Between the hours of 2 and 2.15 on a Tuesday afternoon in the third week in December. <laughs> The conductor's name has got to be Gruskin. <laughs> well, Mr. Parky Carcass, I want to tell you that's a splendid policy. Our company puts it out, you know. Boy, one day your company will go broke the way they throw money around. <laughs> well, all right, Mr. Parky Carcass, just sign here now. Then you can go downstairs and be photographed, and the cashier will give you your $5. Yes, I got... $5? You were supposed to give me $10. What happened to the other five? Oh, that's deducted right away. Deducted? Oh, yes. You see, there's a charge of $5 a week for room and board. $5 a week for room and board? Yes, you see, until you're all paid up, I live with you. Oh, let me get out of It's clarinet and his orchestra play exactly like you.
hi, Parky. Walking my way. Oh, hello, Bob Williams. Imagine running into you here outside the finance building. You know something, Bob? I think that you're the smartest, best-looking salesman old gold ever had. I can tell you... Now, Parky, if you're trying to borrow any money from me, you've caught me on the wrong day. I did? I I know you're in trouble, but you know what Admiral Farragut said. Damn the torpedoes. Full speed ahead. Yeah, full speed ahead. That's a good one. But maybe you're right. People have been saying that for years. Yes, for 81 years, to be exact, Parky. Those famous words were spoken in 1864. Yeah, I know. I heard it someplace. (laughs) 81 years ago, huh? You know, the fellow who said those words must have borrowed money from Leach. <laughs> a long time, 81 years. Yes, it is, Parky. But even a hundred years before that, the Lorillard business was founded. In 1760, to be exact. Now, that means nearly two centuries of association with the world's choice tobaccos. And you know, this vast experience is reflected in the quality of old gold cigarettes today. Marvelous quality consistently maintained despite wartime conditions. Yeah, tell me, Bob, is the old gold situation uh, letting up any? You know, I mean, is it uh, going to be easier to get some? Well, Parky, as to quantity, the cigarette situation shows improvement because military demands have eased. And we're bending every effort to make more old golds available for home front smokers. So even if you must accept another brand today, keep smiling. For your dealer may have old golds tomorrow. <laughs> I'm glad you're back. We've got the most wonderful news for you. What is it? Well, Opie got an order from the Midtown Athletic Club for 2,000 sandwiches. 2,000 sandwiches? Yeah. Well, gee, that's wonderful. <laughs> I better order another loaf of bread. <laughs> another loaf? Why, well, I had to get 100 loaves. Well, come on now, Parky. Don't just stand there. Give us a hand. Everybody has his own little job to do. David and I are putting the meat in the sandwiches, and Opie is putting on the dressing, and you can wrap them. Okay, Betty. Gee, 2,000 sandwiches. Say, Opie, what in the world are you spreading on that ham? I ran out of dressing, so I'm using mustard. Mustard? That's mustard That's for coal. Well, this is cold ham. (laughs) Oh, look, Opie. The boy just delivered ten jars of dressing. Use that. Say, Betty, I need some more ham. Coming right up, David. Gee, I'm so glad you dropped in when you did so that you can help us with these sandwiches. You know, you're very handy around the kitchen in that apron. It's very becoming. I don't mind wearing the apron, Betty. But can't I please take off this lace cap? (laughs) You know, David, maybe it's just because I'm a woman, but every time I see a man in the kitchen, I I start dreaming about a little white cottage. Dream on, Betty. Yeah. (laughs) With a little lawn in front and a white picket fence. Dream on, Betty. And I dream of the sun streaming into a cheery kitchen and someone like you beside me helping me wash the dishes. Now you can wake up, Betty. <laughs> oh, I'm only kidding. Say, Uppy, come on over here, will you, please? What's the matter, Parky? Give me a lift with these sandwiches, will you? We ought to start taking them out to David's car so we can deliver them. Okay. Now, Uppy, you take one end and I'll take the other. You got it? Yeah, wait a minute. <clears throat> I got my end. You got yours? I got careful now. Easy does it. Okay, let's go. Say, Parky, don't you think it'd be quicker if we carried more than one sandwich at a time? <laughs> David, it's very sweet of you to offer your car as a delivery truck. Oh, I'm glad to do it. Okay, Parky, let's go and deliver the sandwiches. All set, Parky? 
Oh, David, I see you got a new radio in your car. Yeah, a good one, too. Come down, let's get some music. See, that's a swell tune, Parky. It's called There You Are. Goes like this. Though we are oceans apart, you're never out of my heart. I simply close my eyes and there you are. There in the dawn's early light, still of the night I look behind a star and there you are whenever there's a storm I don't even mind the thunder my heart with love is so aflame I only hear each little raindrop Repeating your name And when the long day is through I long for you, only you Then I pretend you're there And there you are Whenever there's a storm I don't even mind the thunder my heart with love is so aflame. I only hear each little raindrop repeating your name. And when the long day is through, I long for you, only you. Then I pretend you're there, and there you are. Well, here we are, Parky, at the Midtown Athletic Club. Now, who's the man we have to see? Uh, Mr. Brown. I'll carry the sandwiches in, David. You don't have to bother. Thanks very much. Oh, don't be silly, Parky. How can you carry 2,000 sandwiches alone? I'll help you. Is uh, Mr. Brown here? I'm Mr. Brown. Are you from Parky's restaurant? Yes. So you finally brought the sandwiches. Well, it's about time. My pal and I are starved. <laughs> You're palling you? You mean to say just for the two of you, you ordered 2,000 sandwiches with dressing? 2,000 sandwiches with dressing? I ordered two sandwiches with 1,000 island dressing. Oh, I'm ruined. For the further adventures of Park Your Carcass, Opie Cates and his orchestra, David Street, and Betty Rhodes, tune in again next Sunday. Same time, same station. Is it a date? Okay. Meet me at Parky. Victory in Europe has not lessened the demands on our food supply. 
we must continue to preserve a large share of our own supply of fruits and vegetables. Home canning ensures each family an adequate supply of fruits and vegetables needed for health the year round. It is economical. It is an aid to nutrition. Better balanced meals the year round can be achieved with the use of home-preserved fruits and vegetables. To know the proper technique in order to get the maximum food value, write your state agricultural college or the Department of Agriculture, Washington 25, D.C., for free booklets on home canning. That was the episode 2000 Sandwiches from Meet Me at Parkies. Great show. Send me your own suggestions for a future episode of this podcast by visiting us at anchor.fm slash oldradiocomedypodcast or email me at oldradiocomedypodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. Everyone have a great Labor Day. And remember that Benjamin Franklin said it best when he said, Beer is proof that God loves us and wants us to be happy. I'm Greg Fordyce. Thanks for listening. Yay!